just a cheeky little disclaimer. For those of you that are new to the pod, I am a bit sweary McSwearickson, so if you find expletive language offensive, as much as I'd love to say this is the pod for you, I'm not sure we're going to gel, so best probably not to click into the episode because I do like the odd F-bomb or two. And for those of you that are new, please make sure you wear headphones. I don't want your little darlings picking up my trash talk. Um, So uh, this is your warning, peeps. I am a little bit of a sweary. So uh, headphones or click off. And other than that, buckle up and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Everything Starts With You with me, Tia. Happy Tuesday. Our kindlings are back to school. Life feels like it is returning to normal. Well, it would if I didn't have a severe case of conjunctivitis where the eye is swollen underneath the eye and above the eye. I look like I have been punched in the face, like literally. It is so sore. It is unbelievable. And, um, Yeah, it's just really puffy. It's not a look, people. Just let me tell you this. It is not a fucking look. It's not a good look anyway. It is so goddamn sore. Who knew? Who knew conjunctivitis could be this sore? Um, Even when I bend down, you know, like the pressure behind the eye, it's like, oh my God. Anywho, enough of me complaining. I hope that we are all feeling refreshed and rejuvenated if we managed to get away over the Easter. Refreshed and rejuvenated even if we were here, that we've got some downtime. For those people that do not work, I'm sorry, the roads are now a bitch. But, oh, look, that's my antivirus kicking in. Thanks. We really needed that notification in the middle of me podding. Um, and uh, the roads are back to being hell for you. I am sorry. But I hope that some of you have actually taken advantage and thought, huh, all you lot dictated to when you can holiday, we are going away. Or that you've booked some downtime and that you are now enjoying a bit of leisure time with uh, us lot having to run around like headless chickens all over again. Um, so what did I want to speak to you about today? I, an antivirus again, just letting us know that it's definitely, definitely expiring. Um, what did I want to speak to you about today? I wanted to speak to you about beer fear. I wanted to speak to you about the anxiety we get after drinking. And I know I am not alone. Like I spoke to my girlfriend about this yesterday because it paralyzes us with fucking fear. You don't want to look at your phone the next day. You keep trying to replay conversations in your head that are distorted because you can't remember half of them. And it is just like a whole day of cringe, just cringe, really, basically. And you just beat yourself up for the whole day like I spent I think I spent two days of absolutely hating myself and this question has come up for me time and time and time again about when you're spiritual like you don't drink and I don't think that the two are correlated in terms of that because I'm a spiritual person I can't drink I don't think that that's the connection and I actually did a story on Saturday night in my drunken state, which I am going to play back to you, which by the way, does make me cringe because I was trying to be all centered and all together. And my voice sounds so different. You know, that pisshead voice. But let me play it back to you. And then we're going to break it down into like a series of points. And then I'm just going to continue to use this as my self-help therapy session about um, how beer fear makes us all feel. And I've got a little few little playbacks actually on uh, Insta because I did ask 
the shout outs today. I was like, please tell me your beer fear stories to make me feel better. So um, let's just play the first little part of my story and we're, we're going to break it down. Oh. Oh, I forgot to put the sound on. That's not very clever of me, is it? Right, let's go. This with you this evening. So since January, I haven't been drinking. I have been to numerous events where I have made the decision to not participate in drinking alcohol to celebrate an event that I've been at. So today I was presented with the real challenge where it's been, it was a friend's 50th. I have been friends with her for 20 years. I knew that it was going to be an afternoon of bubbles and celebration. So I was like, okay, what do I do? So I thought, right, I'll go, two drinks, that's it, it's enough. Firstly, the voice. What is that voice all about when you've had a drink? The slight slur, the ugh, like honestly, reading that back, like thank God I actually looked all right. Thank fuck I looked okay. Um, that, you know, like I didn't have mascara everywhere and everything else. But the voice, honestly, even the voice now is making me go, I can't believe you put that story up on Instagram. What the fuck were you thinking? Um, and secondly, two drinks. Let's not fool ourselves. Once you break the seal, you are drinking. That is it. You either don't drink at all. There's no way on God's green earth are you going to go with 14 other women that are all drinking during the day and say, I'm only going to have two. In actual fact, when I called my girlfriend yesterday, she was like, you are fucking hilarious. You said to me, I don't know whether to drink or shall I drive? What shall I do? I'm in a real quandary because before I was going, I was like you are not going to drink. Don't go and drink because when you drink, you actually don't like who you become. I become overconfident. I think we all do. I become very loud. And then all I really remember is, usually, is monopolising conversation and drawing it back to myself. And then I think, fuck, fuck, fuck. I didn't even give anybody else an opportunity to speak about them. I kind of feel like I take centre stage and become very self-absorbed. And I just don't like it. And also, I talk shit. Like, absolute shit. And then it's just, it's horrible. And you know what's even funnier about this? I had coached myself the whole, like, toyed with this the whole week before. Should I drink? Shouldn't I drink? Should I drink? Shouldn't I drink? Because I also don't like the anxiety or the anxiety the next day. It is crippling. And it seems to last with me for more than just a day now. And we are selling our house at the moment. And we had a house viewing on Saturday. And I went in to drop the key off to the agent. And he was like, oh, you've got a nice weekend planned. I was like, oh, it's, a girl's it's one of my girl's 50th actually today. And he's like, that. oh, I've got 50th this evening. He goes, and do you know what? I really don't think I'm going to drink. I don't want to drink. And I said, oh my God, I'm going out and I'm not drinking. Why don't you not drink? Like you'll feel so empowered. You will feel amazing about yourself. You can still have a good night without alcohol. If you're with your closest friends and family, they'll get it. They won't care. And to be honest with you, they really don't give a shit, especially after they've had a few. They're like, whatever, carry on your non-drinking. They really don't care. Um, I said, and you'll just feel great on Sunday. And he said to me, do you know what it is? He said, it's the anxiety. He goes, it's the anxiety of replaying the conversations in your head and thinking, what shit was I talking? I was like that. I am so down with you. So there was me on Saturday telling him about the vagus nerve, the parasympathetic nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system, what alcohol does to dysregulate that. And, you know, that I'd had a few nights out where I'd gone out and just had 
lime and sodas that people still thought I was drinking vodka lime and soda so I didn't get any questions and that I woke up the next day feeling amazing and I had the best night in an actual fact that I'd felt a little bit giddy just off the lime and soda because I felt so empowered by not drinking. So my parting words were to him on Saturday when I left that estate agent at quarter to 10 in the morning were be empowered knowing that your client isn't drinking tonight and for you to do the same. By half past two, I had drunk three glasses of Prosecco very quickly and was ordering a porn star martini. How the fuck do we go from being a sensible person to having one drink inside us to deciding that is it? Fuck it. Fuck it. Just just going to carry on drinking now. And not even just like a small amount. We were doing tequila roses, which I love, by the way. We were doing baby Guinnesses at one point and this is not big or clever, but at one point I looked in front of me and I had six shot glasses that had been emptied within about five minutes. I don't know how I was still standing. I don't even know how I did that Instagram post at 11 o'clock that night because I hadn't actually drunk properly for an event since January. I just, no wonder why I had severe beer fear on Sunday and Monday. So firstly, my advice to you in playing this right is that if you are deciding to go out and not drink, just don't have anything because as soon as you are in company that love you and you love them and you know you're going to have a real good crack and you can have a real good crack whether you're drinking or not, but you start that drinking, then you're condemned to an afternoon of drinking, okay? So just don't fool yourselves. So that's my first bit of advice. Right, let's move on. What else does this pisshead Lil say? To be able to be centred enough to make the choice where you go to an event and you think, do you know what, I don't want to drink tonight, it's not hitting the spot, this is not, this is not what I want to do, this is not where I want to be. And then to be able to go to an event where you think, I'm healed enough and make the decision where you can have a drink without it impairing your judgement or making you tip over the edge and act in a way that you would condemn yourself for. And I think this is the problem with alcohol and spirituality. Like there's been many occasions where I actually can't drink alcohol because as soon as it hits the, it hits the mouth, it's like, mm, this isn't going to agree with me. And then there's also a, a time that where you are in an emotional turmoil that as soon as you have that drink you become a person that you don't recognize so let's break that down i do agree that you can go out and have a drink spiritually practicing and feel that you are in a position where you were healed enough where that drinking doesn't derail you in terms of how you are in that evening that you can that you can conduct yourself in a certain way but how i feel and how i have felt over the last 2 days what i do think drinking does is because it 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 releases such an anxiety the following day it pulls you out of alignment so i don't think because if you drink you're not a spiritual person i actually think the low vibrational feeling that you feel after you have drunk alcohol 
pulls you out of alignment of where you are spiritually. And this is most certainly what I found the last two days. Thank God I had a breathwork session on Monday night because it's pulled my head back in the game because I'm telling you that anxiety would have still been with me today had I not had the breathwork session. I ate pure shit on Sunday the whole day and I'm supposed to be doing Slimming World. Well, I've now got a whole week to salvage just probably remaining the same same weight as what I was last Saturday. So I'm not going to be on any loss this week, for fuck's sake. And um, I, I couldn't meditate on Sunday, couldn't meditate. And I didn't meditate yesterday, to be honest with you. I did my breathwork session last night. But Sunday and Monday, I felt so anxious. I was just beating myself up the whole day. As I said, trying to replay conversations in my head and feeling absolutely awful uh about well just myself and felt like I'd let myself down you know I had decided before I'd gone being in full alignment with higher self that I'm not going to drink and that I didn't need to and then on Sunday spent the whole day feeling anxious about what I had and hadn't said and do you know what I didn't even feel that bad in terms of banging headache or hangover I was tired I was really tired um but I think that's the key, isn't it? It's where it pulls our vibration to. And after a night of drinking, we are in a lower vibration. So therefore, we're not we're not in that high vibe frequency. And often our spiritual practices, because we feel like shit for a couple of days, fall by the by. What else does this woman say? Let's see. Oh, okay. It's not about when you are spirituality makes you not drink I think it's about the person that you are if you decide to participate in drinking alcohol how you respond and how you carry yourself in that circumstance so basically what I'm trying to say in short is is that spirituality and alcohol people want to debate this all day long like if you're spiritual you won't drink I actually think it comes down to more the relationship itself and where you are in a healing journey, in a capacity, how confident you feel. So there are times where I'll go out and I'll say to people, I'm not drinking tonight. That's just it. And there are times if I feel sad and I feel traumatised, I'm definitely not going to drink because I want to soothe the inner child and I want to honour her and I don't want to expose her to a level of vulnerability where she's outside of her control. And then there are times where it's okay to let your hair down. Because you have a drink doesn't mean that you're less spiritual. It just means that you are anchored in knowing who you are so you can trust yourself when you have a drink. And you know what, to a point, I do actually agree with what um, Pisshead Tia said on Saturday night. When you are anchored enough in a spiritual journey, you don't go out and end up, um, you know, that just regurgitating your shit on everyone. You know, you, you know, we've all done it when we've gone out, we're in a funky situation and we go out and we have a drink and we just cry and cry and cry and talk the whole evening about our problems and end up getting absolutely hammered, not remembering half the conversation, and you know that you are an emotional wreck. They are the times I would definitely tell you to avoid to drink. And you know what? As life experience and wisdom and age, I have actually learned that lesson. Like there are times where I'm like, nah, I won't even go out because I know that I'm in that type of mood that if I drink, it's going to turn into a disaster. 
And I do also agree with what I said where, you know, if you are anchored enough that you will carry yourself in a different way. But still, alcohol blurs how we would normally function and how we would normally behave and the things that we would normally say and do. And I don't think if you drink alcohol, you are not spiritual. I think what it does is it derails our spiritual practices, lowers our vibration and pulls us out of alignment. So therefore, I've now got to play catch up for the rest of this week, raising my vibration back up to where it was before I started drinking on Saturday night. So um, that's that's how I feel. Like other people may say that I'm wrong, but, you know, that that's how I feel it impacts our spirituality how drinking impacts our spirituality. So let us go to, because I put this up on Instagram today, because I just wanted to know like how people feel around beer fear. So I put up a little poll, like, do you get beer fear? 75% of the people that answered this question said yes. 25% no. I want to be sitting in that 25 fucking percent people. How are they managing this? You know, when I spoke to my, my, um, friend on the Monday, I was like, I hate myself. She was like, you were so funny. She was like, it was so lovely to see, like, you haven't been out and you haven't drunk with us for such a long time. We had real honest conversations. She was like, you you didn't behave badly at all. You were just so funny. And it was just so nice. And we had some real honest conversations. She's like, in actual fact, I think that's the most honest you've got with us for ages. And then you're like, oh, fuck, what did I say? It didn't even want to go down that road. I was like, oh, cool. Okay, we're still friends and we're still talking. So that means I could have been that bad but um she was like it was it was just so nice it was it was nice to have you back in the room you know um so this and I have to repeat this to you or reiterate this to you this beer fear is the fear that we create ourselves when we often speak to the people that we have been with they're like you were absolutely freaking fine what are you worried about and even she said to me this is beer fear I get it all the time it's crippling to the fact that I didn't want to answer my phone the next day and I was thinking yes this was me I didn't want to talk to anybody because I felt so shit about myself and I think what it is it's the it's the blurred memory I hate the blurred memory. If I could remember everything I said, even if it was cringeworthy, I'd be like, okay, well, at least I can remember what I said. I have points now of the evening where I'm like, fuck, I remember talking to that person. I do not remember what I said. What shit was I talking? And I think that creates the anxiety more than anything else. So then on the stories, I said, share a story with us. And uh, one of my girls replied, actually, bless her. And she put, not a story, just a constant fear of I chat too much and I'm annoying. And I am so here with you. That, I think, is my biggest fear. I worry that I have completely monopolised the conversation, that I have made the conversation all about myself and that I haven't given any room for anybody else to offload or give their perspective or to participate in the conversation and that, yes, that I have got really loud and overbearing. That is my biggest, biggest, biggest fear. Um... So for anyone that's listening to this that feels like that, I just firstly, I want you to know it's normal. It is so normal. Secondly, the only people that are putting this anxiety on us is ourselves. Our friends that love us actually find it highly amusing. 
Um, but I also want to throw this in there. I have gone out recently where I have not drunk and I would actually say the feeling of not drinking and waking up the next day feeling amazing is so much of a better way forward for me. Like this weekend has definitely cemented for me that I will not drink. I cannot deal with the anxiety that this has caused. I cannot deal with the hating myself on Sunday for absolutely what it would appear what it would appear to be for completely no fucking reason. I cannot deal with that feeling of self-hatred. I just can't. And now, as I said, I'm now literally the next week of practices for me is just going to be putting me back into the vibration that I was in before I started drinking on Saturday. It's just like, what is the point? I don't have the energy. I, I kind of feel like it's wasted energy. I kind of feel like I was on a vibe. All I was going to do was transcend higher and higher and higher, get really back into the flow, get my mojo on. And now I've just got to do like reset and get myself back into that vibration, which to me is like a bit frustrating and a bit of wasted freaking energy. And don't get me wrong, I'm well over the point of beating myself up now, you know, Sunday, Monday, they would beat yourself up days. And now I'm just like, well, look, it's happened, dude. Get over it. You haven't lost any friends. In actual fact, they thought you were highly amusing. Um, I'm sure you were. You're amazing. Very funny self. But it is the impact that it has on me and the lasting impact that it's had. And I just think, I just don't want to feel, I just don't want to feel like it. And also, this fucking eye of mine, I swear to God, it has to be through like excessive alcohol consumption. I did ask the doctor that today. He really laughed. He looked at me. He was like, quite flatly, no. I was like, oh God, I wish you'd said yes, because then I'd have been like that. Oh, I'm allergic. I'm allergic to alcohol, everybody. I definitely can't drink ever again, because this is also the problem. I don't trust myself to be in a situation when I'm with the people that I love and I want to have a good time. I don't trust myself to all the time saying, well, I'm not going to drink because I know I can do it without alcohol. And isn't that fucking stupid? I know that I can have just an amazing time without drinking because I've done it as what I can with drinking. And there are still times that I know that this person that I am will opt to drink. So I've kind of recorded this as well to remind myself. I might even play this back. Do you know what? I might even keep this series, this pod on a freaking favourite so I can play this back to myself before a night out where I talk about the hatred of self, the pure anxiety, the shit that I ate all day long, the fact that I woke up with a severely swollen eye that's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, and the fact that I persecuted myself for two days, hating myself, and that it's going to take me a week to get back into the vibration that I was before I had that drink on Saturday. So this is going to be one of my own personal favourite podcasts, I think. Just, you know, just thought I'd share that. So just giving you a little nugget there, you know, if ever you're in a quandary and you think, should I, should I drink? Shouldn't I drink? Play this back to yourself and think, do I really want to feel like that tomorrow morning? Do I really want to still feel like that on Monday morning? And I think you will find that the answer is no. Because I just haven't got to the point where I just don't give a shit enough yet. I really haven't. So um, this is for all you peeps that have had a heavy weekend that are trying to recover from beer fear, I just want you to know you are not alone. We all get it. 
I, I you know and as I said I want to be in the 25% of my my peeps that have just turned around and said that they don't get beer fear my god would I love to sit in that category um but yeah we all get it it's just I think it's just sadly it's part of the course and I think the reason why it is is because we lose all inhibition when we've had a drink so we literally our alter ego takes over and we literally don't give a shit and so many people say the clue is in the title wine and spirits and they do actually say like people do say that spirit a darker entity a lower frequency entity in terms of spirit spirits are attached to spiritual drinks and that's why we behave in a way that we wouldn't normally allow ourselves to i think it just distorts us i think it distorts our self of confidence i think it distorts our self-awareness and i think we behave and act in a way that we wouldn't normally allow ourselves to because somebody else is driving our conscious engine and that's something else that's driving our conscious engine isn't aligned with higher self so i think yeah that in a nutshell we've gone around on a whole loop here haven't we um about beer fear and how it makes us all feel and i just want you to know you are not alone and actually i was listening to another podcast and she had some people that came in talking about beer fear and one of the girls said she uploaded a selfie and behind her was her dildo and i was thinking oh my fuck thank fuck i have never done anything like that like that definitely made me feel better straight away so if any of you oh and another one she said she took a selfie in the bath like talking about like she was doing a story saying about how she was feeling hungover and a couple of minutes later her instagram was pinging off and somebody said nice reflection when she went back to the story her tits were reflected in the tap and i was thinking thank god i didn't do that either so there are worse stories out there peeps there are worse beer fear stories than us just talking shit monopolizing the conversation um so so don't beat yourselves up too much. But um, yeah, I just thought I'd put it out there. I just thought it's really quite nice sometimes when we share in our experiences and the other people think, oh my God, I'm not the only person. Thank you for sharing that with me and normalising the situation and how we all sometimes feel after we've let our hair down and had a bit of a crazy night out. Now, I'd like to say to you, that there won't be a repeat performance of this. I don't think there will be one quickly. There definitely won't be one quickly um, because I just I hate feeling like this about myself. And I think this feeling will last with me for some time. Do I think it will last with me forever? Not entirely sure about that. But seriously, even that story, I've saved that story to my phone just to remind myself of how horrible I sound when I've had a drink. Um, but anywho, let's do our last little bit of our session that we always do. Oh, let's see what the card says today. I love putting an oracle card with you guys. A million of them have fallen out, but let's just, I'm just going to take the top one. And it says, I remember. And it says, soul plan, the fated life versus the destiny life. Let's see what Rebecca Campbell says about the soul plan. They're her cards, by the way, that I use. I use the um, Rebecca Campbell, the Starseed Oracle Collection. I absolutely love them because they're illustrated so beautifully. Um, and they just, they're just gorgeous. Um, so that's the cards that I use. But let's see what I remember says. There was a moment before you were born when you chose the conditions of the life you were living right now, when you plotted out these exact moments along the timeline of your life. 
We live in a world of free will and therefore these moments become our destiny only through saying yes. The fated life is the one where we were born in the one we were born into. The destiny life is the one our soul chooses and it takes courage and faith. If you pull this card, it's because you're likely now face to face with the choice to follow the destiny life over the fated life. To trust the path your soul is calling you toward and and to remember that this moment was prearranged on the life's timeline. You may find yourself at a crossroad at a moment when you're feeling called to make a decision to keep walking the perfect laid out path before you or choose the one less travelled. You may be facing a change of career, new relationship, a difficult decision or something else that requires courage and strength. I think that's me not drinking forever. Um, you're being You're being invited to remember your soul's greater plan and to surrender to it. When you're confronted with a path that's undefined, it's normal to doubt it's normal for doubt to rear its head. In fact, there this is a certain sign that you're facing your soul's greater plan. Every hero in his or her journey comes eye to eye. Oh, that's funny because I've got an eye infection. With doubt. The only way round it is to go through it. It's all part of the larger plan. So the inquiry is, what are you being called to surrender to for your soul's plan? I am being called to surrender not to be a fuckhead and drink and pull myself out of alignment and then have to spend days meditating, cleansing, clearing, journaling just to get my head back in the game. So actually, I think that card for me today was highly freaking appropriate. Um, so that's all. That's all I want to share with you guys today. You're not alone if you get beer fear. We all get it. Just remember, there are people out there that have created worse situations for them to be fearful over than what we have. And um, and yeah, just don't take yourselves too seriously, guys. Don't take life too seriously. There are moments where it's to be enjoyed and to have fun. And just, you know, for me now, all I can think is the, the, the lesson that I've learned in this is how I don't want to feel the days after and how I don't want to have that anxiety and that fear. Anyway, I'm going to go. Peace out. Have an amazing week. Can't wait to catch up with you next Tuesday. And as always, journey gracefully and forever expand. Each week, we will be discussing different topics on self-help, our mindset, what we can do to rebuild ourselves and recover and how we can navigate through this amazing human experience that we are all entitled to and what we should all be having, how we can live our best human experience. That is our job. So I'm hoping with our resident co-host once a month, Natalie Villaley, we will be able to give you some amazing tips on how you can get yourself through stress points in your life, how you can be more present and how you can just enjoy living in the present moment. We'll discuss what podcasts are good to listen to, the things that we've researched, self-help books, daily practices, and basically just anything that can get you from where you are now to the next level of the best version of you. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, at Everything Starts With You. Rate, subscribe. That's the only way we're going to grow our community. 
And um, I'll check in with you each week, my little chickens. <laughs>